This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. Hey everybody, this is Kellen uh, coming to you from Highlands, North Carolina. Uh, This is Bentley. Delighted to be with you all uh, for this podcast uh, in the second week of Advent. So for those of you who, (laughs) that's all of you who can't see into our office space, um, should know that we have two new additions in our office space right now. Um, Sitting on top of our bookshelves, both Bentley and I received yesterday a hard hat. Yeah, so we have hard hats in our office, which means... Bentley just wears his around. Yeah. So here's the deal. the You all know that there's a big construction project going on across the street. They're literally throwing concrete, concrete slabs out the window as we speak. And I just had to send an email to the whole parish that was kind of like a bit of a school marm, like fussy email that said, don't go into the construction space without authorization or, you know, you've got to talk to somebody first. It's off limits. Right. Because, as you all can imagine, they're they're really big into safety. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rightfully so, because they're literally throwing concrete slabs out of a window right now. But the superintendent uh, let me know that I apparently am authorized He's a big boss. <laughs> to, to enter the space. And I don't mean this. I mean, if you want to come and see the space, you can call me and we can, I can. He I, would love to take you on I a can tour. show you around. But the, the, it's, but it's contingent on me wearing a hard hat, which I did not have last week. Right. But we now both of us have these hard hats. And I told the superintendent that I felt like, like a kid that just got the keys to the car. Bentley's been over there like five times already today with his hard hat on. Yeah, we live right now in a season where every single day feels exactly like the one before it. I sense that many of you listening know this feeling uh, that we've all kind of had during the pandemic, and we've got to find things, uh, places where we can have some joy, uh, some experience, some life um, in the midst of a really difficult time. And for me, uh, being able to put a hard hat on and go across the street and see some things changing and developing, it brings me a lot of joy. It is really quite fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) So they've taken out stairwells, uh, they've taken out walls, and they're throwing things out of the big, the sanctuary, the main sanctuary, into a dumpster that's on the sidewalk. There are you know, these live webcams that are on the Glorious Vision website, so if you would like to see this happen in real time, you can go and find those, um, because it's it's pretty crazy. Kellen, do you ever think to yourself, if I wasn't called by God to be a priest, I would have fill in the blank. I would have done X and such, or I would have, you know... Yes, of course. And whatever, what are some of the things that you fill that blank in with? 
I don't think I would fill them in with like construction worker, carpenter, electrician, which is what I think you're thinking. Well, Jesus about. was a carpenter. Oh, of course. I'm not dissing that vocation. It just it might be connected. I, I just think like that's not where my gifts lie. So I want other people who, you know, can do those things well to do them. But I sense that you're thinking you might, you know, in another life have wanted to, like, work with your hands. Well, there's something enormously satisfying about seeing uh, the results of your labors, I would imagine. Like, just like... (laughs) You're like, because we rarely get to see... Yeah. Like, how do you measure... Ministry? I mean, not... That's a great question. And should it be evaluated? But all I know is when you go across the street, things are changing. Mm -hmm. And you see progress being made in concrete, pardon the pun, ways. It's a lot of fun. It's super fun. Um, Thanks for asking about the hard... Or thanks for telling everybody about the hard hats. Yeah, I thought that you might want to share that part of your life with the, you know, the crew that listens, since it does bring you so much joy and energy. If you all want to see some of the progress being made, you can visit our Facebook page, and there's some videos uh, of the construction. Is that enough? I think that's enough. We're building a Another excerpt from Austin Fair for you this week. Um, this is his Advent to Reflection. And just so you aren't confused, this past Sunday was Advent 2, and this coming Sunday is Advent 3. So, anyway. And Kellen, what might be said before you uh, read this part of uh, his book is that he's basing these off of the the liturgical year and the readings set for these Sundays. Um, So maybe hold those readings in the back of your mind as you hear these words. Advent brings Christmas. Judgment runs out into mercy. For the God who saves us and the God who judges us is one God. We are not even condemned by his severity and redeemed by his compassion. What judges us is what redeems us, the love of God. What is it that will break our hearts on Judgment Day? Is it not the vision suddenly unrolled of how he has loved the friends we have neglected, of how he has loved us, and we have not loved him in return? How, when we came before his altar, he gave us himself, and we gave him half penitences or resolutions too weak to commit our wills. But while love thus judges us by being what it is, the same love redeems us by affecting what it does. Love shares flesh and blood with us in this present world that the eyes which look us through at last may find in us a better substance than our vanity. Earthly defenses fail 
Build your kingdom all your life, then say goodbye. In the end, in the end. Kellen, you mentioned uh, this morning that Austin Fair's words are like medicine for the soul, and uh, that's how they strike me as well. Um, yeah, they kind of like hurt a little bit, but like in a good way. Right. Like it's just like a sting, um, but kind of a sting of compunction. Like, oh, I need to look at my life. But then they're also like so nourishing and hopeful at the same time. Like it's this really, uh, yeah, just like beautifully um, hard words to hear. Yeah, there's integrity to his. I mean, I think it's not plat. They're not platitudes, right? They're not just things uh, shallow sentimentality to make no, us feel better. Right? It feels they, like, like really, the real thing. Yeah, they really invite you into some serious like self examination. Um, yeah, I just think like the question of like what what will break your heart come Judgment Day? My gosh, like. Yeah, he's given us something to think about this week. What will break your heart uh, come Judgment Day? I hope you all are enjoying Austin Fair's words as much as we are. I will continue to offer these in the weeks ahead. And and who knows, we might make this part of our podcast uh, indefinitely. (laughs) You're not fooling me. Helen, you preached last week, which means I think you are going to help walk us through this uh, gospel reading for this coming Sunday for the third Sunday of Advent. Yeah, I'm happy to um, think back to last week's passage on John the Baptist, and it's kind of the same thing this week, except it's in the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John is really clear about John the Baptist not being Jesus, right? He emphasizes how John the Baptist is not the light, but is preparing for the light. Um, And some priests, you know, and Levites come and ask him who he is, who his identity is. Is he Elijah? You know, what's really going on? Why is he baptizing if he's not the Messiah? Um, So really, we have kind of another chance, another go at... um, exploring the character of John the Baptist, about his identity in relationship to Jesus's identity. And the Gospel of John, you know, portrays those identities maybe just a bit differently than the Gospel. So, uh, Bentley, you have a chance this Sunday for, you know, a, a sequel to last week, not necessarily my sermon, right, but to the to the Gospel lesson. Um so wondering what you're thinking about John the Baptist this week, or maybe you're going to preach a different text and you just have some thoughts about John the Baptist that we didn't get to share last week. Yeah, I, you know, it is always a challenge when you've got uh, two gospel readings back to back and two different Sundays and they're, and they're looking at something in a very similar way. I, one of the things that jumps out to me just this morning is this idea that this is a voice uh, crying out from the wilderness 
Also, it, we don't get it in John's gospel, but the description of John the Baptist as being this kind of wild, bushy-haired, um, eccentric character, I, I think that's on, I mean, I, I'm thinking a little bit about those two things, uh, this voice in the wilderness and then this eccentric figure and how we look at John as being a bit bizarre, a bit uh, peculiar, and I, I, I can't help but wonder if that's not meant to teach us something about the way that we view the world and how we view it kind of skewed. And so someone like John does appear uh, to be a peculiar and strange, uh, but that's because he's, he's bringing a message from heaven to earth. And in fact, it's, it's the kind of ways in which we live and the world we inhabit that's askew. Uh, it's the world that we live in that is actually odd and peculiar. And so John appears to us as this kind of provocative, bizarre character, but he really sees the world uh, the way God would have it. And that will uh, appear to us as being kind of like a voice in the wilderness. And I'm, I'm thinking of other saints and prophets whose messages in their time seemed uh, eccentric, bizarre, uh, you know, out of bounds. But that might say something more about us and less about them. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of what you were saying last week in your class on justice, right? Which is that we often are just, you know, think our world is normal and right side up, um, that it might be just the way it is. But the prophets and John the Baptist, right, are these people who insist on us interrogating our normal worlds, right? They, they ask us to look at our vision. Um, they question our vision. <laughs> and, and if we have the ears to listen to them, we might be able to see and hear and know that <laughs> our world actually, yeah, is so slanted, um, is so unjust in many ways. It's, um, yeah, it's not a good kind of normal. And maybe this is tying back into Austin Ferrer's uh, words related to judgment, mm -hmm. thinking about justice and that justice being executed by a judge. Um, I, I think sometimes it hurts, mm -hmm. right? And we can easily dismiss uh, the kind of prophetic vision of someone like John the Baptist and say, oh, he's just a crazy guy out in the wilderness. And yeah, it's very convenient to do that yeah. for us. And yeah, it's too convenient. Right. And because I, if we're all being honest, I think uh, we can be easily offended if someone shows up and says, the way you're living, the way the world is, is not right. But Advent and John the Baptist are here, and as Christians, we're asked to confront those, those voices and listen to those voices, however painful it might be, because uh, we're assured that, that that voice that is judging us is the same voice that redeems us, that will come at Christmas. Uh, and so judgment, however difficult it may be, 
is 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 still good news. Right, it has the power to liberate, to free us from captivity, right? Blessing by Jan Richardson, called Prepare. Strange how one word will so hollow you out, but this word has been in the wilderness for months, years. This word is what remained after everything else was worn away by sand and stone. It is what withstood the glaring of sun by day, the weeping loneliness of the moon at night. Now it comes to you, racing out of the wild, eyes blazing and waving its arms, its voice ragged with desert, but piercing and loud as it speaks itself again and again. Prepare. Prepare. You may feel like the word is leveling you, emptying you, as it asks you to give up what you have known. It is impolite and hardly tame. But when it falls upon your lips, you will wonder at the sweetness, like honey, that finds its way into the hunger you had not known was there. Bentley, what's going on? Uh, There are a number of things going on as we're preparing for Christmas. We have classes three days a week. We have a Bible study on Tuesdays. We have a Wednesday evening uh, class, uh, which you're teaching tonight, Kellen, on patience. Come hang out and talk about patience tonight. Come talk about patience tonight. And then on Sundays, we have a class at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, A number of ways to plug in, but um, we, we certainly miss you all. Uh, there's a lot going on at the church, and we uh, hope you all are staying safe and healthy. Wear your masks. Uh, wear your masks. Uh, we love you all. We miss you. God's peace. <laughs>